Welcome to the new School of Success. I'm Nick Maytash. And I'm Julian Rosen, and we are here to flip the game of success on its head. No more hustle, no more grind. Just the tried and true principles to help you win at life on your own terms. Class is in session. Welcome, dirty dogs and dogettes, to another episode of the new school of success. And today, we are talking about the most powerful, the most transformative question that you can use every single day to set yourself free from the crap created by the mind. Mm. So stress, anxiety, overthinking, burnout, all of these can be resolved by one simple question. It's magic. I can't wait to hear about it. Oh, it's going to be the bomb. So mm. first and foremost, though, Nikki Nick's got a review to showcase because that's how we start our shows now, folks. We put you on blast. Hit them, Nick. Put you on blast, but also super grateful that all the reviews have come oh, through. grateful blast. Grateful blast. A grateful blast. Yes, yes. We appreciate it very much. Um, yeah. This one comes from Kerdog34, K-I-R-D-A-W-G-3-4. My assumption is that they're from Cleveland, too, with the dog spelling that way. Um, anyway, this, this review says, a powerful dose of growth. Mm. This, is really, this is really a refreshing take on personal and professional development. Most shy is, most, wow. I'm going to start it's over. A, I'm a teacher. He can't even read. Side, <laughs> side note, it's 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Make that 6 a.m. Central, people. That's true. We're up here. We're doing it for you guys, but I'm a little silly with my words here. Let me try this again, Dog. I really apologize. This is really a refreshing take on personal and professional development. Most shot. Most. Oh, over oh two. You got one more shot before we just All right. today. I'm striking out. Okay. This is really a refreshing take on personal and professional development. Most shows are super intense and meat heady but these guys are cool, informative, and super in touch with real success. Check it out. Meathead, cool. is that a, that's a new adjective? Is that a, is that a real adjective, Nick the teacher? Uh, I mean, I teach math, so I don't really know. But I, I don't I think... want your excuses, I want results. Okay, this has been a squirrely start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, back, 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 back to what we're talking about today. But yes, every show we will highlight an amazing review from an amazing listener, so go ahead and leave yours so that we can shout you from the rooftops and shower you with good vibes and love. Mm. So, Kerdog, thank you for stumbling Nick's words this morning. Yes, I apologize. Like Nick said, it's, it is early in the AM, but hey, we're making this thing happen because we love giving you that sweet, sweet info to make you happy and successful. So, today we're talking about that powerful question, the money question, the thing that creates clarity with all other things. And I talk to a lot of people in my profession and a lot of them are looking for clarity mm. and clarity is not this thing that strikes like lightning on the mountaintops it is the result of asking a a very powerful question and then having the courage to answer honestly that's all clarity yeah so clarity is it's available to all of us so today we're talking about the power of asking why Ooh. the power of asking why and so I know listener uh, Anna, we actually do have a listener, Anna. Uh, oh. She's probably thinking, that's lame. I've asked why my whole life. It's not transformative. You've just been using it wrong, silly. Mm, and if yes. you use it to interrupt your daily go-abouts, 
you will start to shed light on really what is driving you, what you're chasing, and asking why creates clarity. Clarity, clarity leads to self-awareness. Self-awareness, it's the key to this whole thing. It's the key to this whole thing. So let's start with what happens. Nick, what happens if we, if we just don't ever ask why? We never ask why we're chasing the things we're chasing. We never ask why we wake up the way we wake up, why we react the way we react. If we just go our whole lives without questioning our patterns, what typically happens? We just stay the same. We run on autopilot. We never really shift, change, move powerfully into the person that we want to become. And to this end, I wanted to share a quick, quick story mm, about mm, mm. Um, a question that my niece actually asked me once. So Emma, if you are listening to this, little seven-year-old Emma, appreciate the, uh, the insight on your um, very powerful question of why. And if you have a, a, a young child, and I mean, my little girl is 19 months, so she'll be getting to a stage of this soon. But all little kids, they love to ask this question, why? And as adults, we're like, why, why do you keep asking me this? Like, it is just, it, it's there, it's there. But uh. we used to do this little family tradition um, where we would sit around the table. And at the time, my niece was probably like three-ish. And we would ask her to tell everybody or tell everyone what their favorite color was. And then we would have a discussion about favorite colors. This was a fun time at, uh, at my, my wife's family's uh, family dinners. And Sounds like a blast. Yeah, just a blast. <laughs> Julian's like, I can't wait to have kids. This is <laughs> the most fun. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so we're going around <clears throat> talking about favorite colors. And mine happens to be orange. And Same. Julian, I, I know you share this, and this is why we're actually doing the podcast. It's all circling around <laughs> it's the colors. It's just orange. You know there's orange in the logo, right? Mm. Anyway, so it gets to me. I say that my favorite color is orange. She asked me why. And I'm like, I don't know. It just, it just is. And then she continues to badger with this question of why. And you know, I, I start thinking about, well, when, when did I start liking orange? And it takes me back to this pair of sweatpants that my parents bought me a very long time ago. It was very comfy orange sweatpants. And I wore them all the time because they were comfy. And then I guess my parents just thought that I really enjoyed orange. So they got me more orange things. So it started to surround my life. And yes, I don't mind it. I still enjoy orange. Um, but it was almost an unconscious like, oh, there's orange around me. So orange is my favorite. Or maybe yeah. I want it to be special because orange was a different color to like instead of blue or green or yellow. And <laughs> yeah, those nerds. But my little niece, Emma, was the first person in probably my entire life that just asked me why this color of orange was my favorite. And I think at the time I was probably 28-ish, 29. And that's a long time to not think about why something is prevalent in your life. And obviously we're not here to talk about favorite colors, but in, in terms of asking the question of why, if you're not thinking about why you feel the way that you do about money or why the, the, the way that you feel uh, about relationships and marriage and all of that is there and, and so prevalent in your life, you can run through many, many years, decades even, of um, not addressing something that might be in your way. And yeah. this question of why, um, you know, my niece dropped that on me about my favorite color, but if you can find the courage to ask yourself the question why about 
these very important areas of your life like that I just mentioned with your your marriage beliefs or your money beliefs or your business beliefs or your spirituality beliefs if you just ignore the question of why and act as if it's this three letter three letter word that's really not all that important i can just go on living my life like you're you're kind of leaving a lot of change transformation and your most optimal life on the table because you don't want to step into the yeah. arena of like what's going to come up when you <laughs> yeah. ask this question yeah and I have another great story about the power of why. So was uh, on the phone with a, with a client of mine who shall remain nameless. Um, and he was like, Oh, it's a guy. Could be a girl. And maybe I'm just throwing a curveball out there to keep them discreet. Well, um, but anywho, he or she, uh, he was like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm burnt out. I am so burnt out. And I go, okay, like when you go into bed, he's like, ah, I usually work till like 2 or 3 a.m. I'm like, okay, why? <laughs> and he's like, uh, you know, I, I, wanna, I wanna get a lot done um, and I, I wanna be successful. And I'm like, okay, well, what is success? What, like why, why is your success de like connected with sacrifice and struggle and being tired uh, and being like hyper-productive? And basically, just by asking why, we realized that at a young age, he saw his dad who struggled with a condition who couldn't work. And then so his dad went on welfare and he was like, oh, like my dad isn't productive. He's not a contributing member of society. Like, I don't want to be like my dad. I want to be super productive. I want to be super successful. I don't want to be trapped uh, by some condition. And so I'm like, through the just literally just simple questions around why he's doing what he's doing. He's like, Oh, I want to be successful. I want to make money. And this dude's making plenty of money. Money. He's actually doesn't know what to do with it. And I know there's a lot of people that are like, Oh, it must be nice. <laughs> but th like this, and this is why Nick and I talk so much about money. Like money just amplifies what is. Mm -hmm. And so this person was actually trapped by their own unquestioned pursuit of not being like their dad of not being this, this person who was trapped and he was actually by chasing success trapped by this unquestioned pursuit of success mm. because think about it like we look up to people who are air quotes hyper successful and, and have lots of money because they look like they're in total control but a lot of these people they're they're actually being driven by this unquestioned thing that is actually pulling the puppet strings and so just by asking why we got very clear we're like dude, you're working so hard because you don't want to be trapped like your dad was, but do you see how you're, tra you won't, you can't say no to anything. You're literally staying up till three just to meet all these deadlines and then waking up feeling like crap where you don't have energy all day. So you are trapping yourself professionally and physically. And since he has no time control, his relationships suck. He hasn't been to the gym in three months. Like, I'm like, dude, you're just as trapped as your dad was because yeah. you never asked why you're doing what you're doing. You never asked why you're chasing what you're chasing. So Trap of a different name. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So. I cut you off. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, Nick. Now I know how it feels, Nick, <laughs> because I cut off Nick a lot. Um, but just by asking why, you can shed light on lifelong patterns. Mm -hmm. Lifelong patterns, because I guarantee you, sweet, dear, passionate, beautiful, soft-skinned listener, Soft-skinned, wow. Yeah, I can, I can see this person. It's um, a different layer. Yeah. You're, if you get to the end of this life and you're looking back and you're like, oh, I was basically chasing a carrot at the end of a stick that it didn't matter how far I moved forward, 
this unconscious belief that I never questioned move forward with me, you are like the dog chasing the car, right? And I guarantee you, you're not going to want to look back and be like, I used a lot of my primo time and energy chasing an unquestioned thing or being driven by an unquestioned thing or trying to avoid, right? A lot of us are like, well, we don't want to feel like failures. Therefore, we need to be super duper productive to feel enough today. Is that true? Eh, not really. But if you never ask why, it'll always be your version of the truth. So right. let's, let's reclaim control here. Let's reclaim control of our lives here and let's start asking why. Um, and just like Nick said, let's look at the big areas. Why do you feel the way you feel about success? Why do you feel the way you feel about money? Why do you feel the way you feel about your, your partner or your lack of partner mm -hmm. uh, in terms of relationships? Why do you feel the way you feel about food and exercise? Um, why do you feel the way you feel in the morning? Why do you wake up the way you do? Why do you um, react the way you do? Because by, when you ask why, when you ask yourself why, especially when you write, when you write, your, when you write out the question, why am I doing this? Because writing actually opens a dialogue with yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, it allows you to see your consciousness unfold kind of gets you out of your own head a little bit when you can do that you can start to get to the bottom of it and then once you're at the bottom of it you can be like is this actually true or is this just some distorted version of reality i picked up along the way because the more that your life is dictated by distorted versions of reality you picked up along the way it's like wrestling a phantom you're like never gonna win and not yeah. the phantom of the opera that guy will lay some whoop ass i mean like the the phantom that isn't there, right? Like you, you can't win because there's nothing there. It's like, you're going to hold on to this water so good. No, you're not because <laughs> it's water. It's going to flow. It wants to. So, you're so intense with your water holding. Yeah. You weirdo. You psycho. <laughs> so Nick, like for you, because hashtag Nick and I are both powerful coaches. You should work with us. Nick, because you're a powerful coach, you. like where have you seen this emerge within some of the clients you've worked with um, or some of the people that you've gotten on a call with who you're like, oh, this person should work with me, um, but their unquestioned why is actually lead them away from the growth that you know they deserve. Yeah. Um, first, that was a very long hashtag you listed out. I don't think it's going to fit on one line on any social media platform. Um, that, you got to you believe in something bigger, man. We're changing the hashtag game. <laughs> Julian kind of unconsciously just asked me, why can't that fit on, on one line, <laughs> you son of a bitch? <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, in, in uh, my practice as a powerful coach, as Julian mentioned, of course, this comes up. And as Julian was talking, and he was kind of listing off different um, areas of life that you should be asking this, this question. Um, I think as that conversation unfolds, as you, as you start to think about what, how do, why do you feel the way that you feel about money? Why do you feel the way that you feel about relationships and so on? There's certain pockets of life that you probably feel like a physical bodily reaction to. Mm -hmm. And that's like where the juicy question of why is going to be the most important. Like if you hear someone say, oh, let's talk about money and you kind of, you cringe up? Like, why do you feel that way? Like, what did you experience? What have you gone through? What have you seen? What have you like just felt about money for so long? Why is that the case? And then like keep asking this question because there's this thing about when you start to ask the question of why you're and i've seen this with my clients too is that you you start to um justify why you've been thinking 
the way that you have or believing the way you have for years and years and years and years and years. And there's, there's kind of this piece that, that ties in with the general culture. You look out in the world and if I were to ask you, why do you feel that way about marriage? You would come back with something like, well, yeah, that's, that's just how it is. Like if that's your general surface level answer, like there's something underneath that. You have to, again, have the courage to dig underneath that surface level answer because yes, you could very easily fire back something that would be socially acceptable. Like, why do you feel that way about money? Well, I mean, there's, there's people that are robbing us blind out there in the world. Like, why do you think that? Like, where did you, where did you get that from? Just a quick cut off. going to cut me off. Just a quick cut off. Just a quick cut off. When we ask why, when we're getting to the bottom of it, there is no right or wrong. We're just trying to get to the truth, right? There is no right answer, wrong answer. We just, it's, you just got to get clear on like what is actually real. Right. Right. And so swinging it back to Nick, Mm. right. Swinging it back to Nick. Yeah. You can, you can rationalize it with, with anecdotal evidence, but none of like, but we're not looking for anecdotal evidence. We're looking for your, like your version of truth and reality. Yeah. And if you're willing to entertain the idea of kind of going against or, or, or um, answering the question of the why that feels like you have all this anecdotal evidence, like I'm going to keep talking about that. Like yeah. if you can step that, uh, step aside that and just say, okay, well, let's just keep going on this. I think it's uh, Dean Graciosi in his book, something about millionaire habits. I don't know. But he talks about this idea of the seven layers of why. Is that the title of the book? Something about millionaire habits question, I don't know. Yes. I'm going to order that right now on Amazon. What is that? It's a compelling title. <laughs> and uh, he talks about this idea of seven layers of why. And some mentor of his said that it had kind of walked through the exercise with him. And so he talks about it in the book. And I've used it a couple of times with my clients is that when you think about like why you're doing anything, just continuing to ask this very simple question is so like, I remember with one, one of my clients, I'm like, okay, so why do you want to make more money? in his business. And he's like, well, because I want to, you know, uh, provide for my family. Why is that important to you? Because I you know, want to feel connected to my family. Why is that important to you? And like the ones that seem like an obvious, like, well, duh, this is important to me. Continue to ask why continue to dig into that. Because what's going to happen is as you start the process of asking why you're going to answer from your head, you're going to answer from your um, rational mind. You're going to try to come back with the anecdotal evidence. You're going to come back with the the stuff that makes sense to everybody else. But as you continue to dig deeper and ask the question more and more, like, well, why is that even important to you that you provide for your family? Um, because, you know, when I was growing up, we didn't have a, a ton of money. Like, well, okay, so why has that affected where you're at? And just continuing to come back to it. And what happens is you go from this rational, trying to justify and validate why you are doing it, at least in your opinion, and you kind of work your way down to answering from your heart. Because when you can get from the heart, that's, that, that's where that truth is that Julian's talking about. Is like that's where the core of your purpose is. The core of why you need to wake up and continue to find a way to, to be your best and be at your best. Because as you understand that at a deep level, like for, for Julian and I, we woke up at respectively like five or six in the morning to do this podcast with you guys today. Because... This is like a really cool, fun experience for us to like chat and have this conversation, but we also know it's serving people out there. Like we've done the work to ask the question, like, why is this important? If we only thought that this podcast, the reason that we're showing up and doing this was 
for likes and for shares and just to like have people know our name. Like, I don't think we're up here on, on Saturday in the morning this, this early. My it's ass because, is asleep. My ass is sleeping. Right. Definitely asleep for me too. But <laughs> it's just something that we've understood, like it's a deep part of our purpose that we want to keep showing up, giving it to you guys. But it's also fun for us. Like it's a win-win. So we've asked this question of why we're doing it. It's not just something we've put on autopilot and started to do the podcast because other coaches and people that have podcasts that, like are doing this. Like we just made the decision and asked the question enough that this means enough that we're up this early doing it. So yeah. with whatever you're doing, whether it be your business or your relationship or getting into the gym enough, why is that important to you? Like you need to keep coming back to it because again, the more you ask that question, the more you're going to find what your heart's truth is. And yeah. that's going to be your guiding light, your North Star. Like if, if you feel like you're off a certain day, you're like you wake up in a funk, like why? And if you've already asked the question, you already have some answer like ready to rock and roll that'll get you up and be like your own, you know, cup of coffee. Because Julian this morning, his coffee didn't work out for him, but he's still here rocking it mm. despite that because he's answered the powerful question of why. It's a sad story for another time. Um, <laughs> ended up with a lot of coffee grinds in my teeth. Anyway, something Nick said that is very, very cool, important, and uh, not common knowledge when I think it should be. Mm. is he mentioned, okay, when something creates this negative response within you. Okay. So you're on Instagram and you see somebody doing very well. Ooh, you get this negative feeling in your body somewhere. Um, hey, let's talk about money. Ooh, you get this negative feeling somewhere in your stomach or your chest or your solar plexus, whatever. You, we need to understand like our unconscious, our subconscious mind lives in our body. That's why when we're super duper stressed, we don't feel it at the tip of our brain, right? Like we feel it in our body somewhere. Our body tenses up. Um, our, our, our physiology changes. Our breath gets shallow. Uh, cortisol levels rise. Like we literally have this very fear-based, survival-based response to it. And so that's the dead giveaway. If you have a negative response to something or if you experience a negative emotional state that you didn't actively choose to experience, that is unconscious conditioning emerging from your subconscious, right? So if someone's like, hey, let's, let's talk about money. <laughs> Wait a minute, you didn't actively choose to go, <laughs> it, it emerged, it happened at you. But here's the thing, so many people are just like, oh, that must be me. I'm, that, that response, that's just my character. It's just my it is what it is. It is what it is. I've, it's, I've known it my whole life, just like my favorite color is orange. It just is, right? Yeah. We, start to, we start to learn and memorize an emotional state. And just like any substance we expose our body to repeatedly, we normalize it. We need more of it. So for so many of us, we, so first of all, just let that, let that sink in any negative emotional state that you do not select to experience. It just happens at you just emerges from within your body. That is unconscious conditioning. That is something you saw or experienced either directly or indirectly or absorbed between the ages of, I don't know, three and 10, three and 12, that your body learned an emotional response to. And I, you know, I always talk about the doorman right now as grownups, we have a doorman in front of our brain and he's checking IDs and anything that doesn't have logic and reasoning, our, our doorman's like, get the hell out of here. Right? Like, no, it's like, <laughs> Santa weirdo. some dude doesn't come down the chimney and put presents under your tree. Get out of town. <gasps> but as a child, we don't, we don't have that. Right. So when we see things just like a tomahawk, well, bam, things get wedged into our subconscious and they will stay there until we ask why. And so 
so many people wake up and before they even get a chance to put their sweet little feet on the ground, they get hit with this feeling. They already feel like they're behind the eight ball. They already feel like they're not enough. They already feel like they have this whole day ahead of them and they need to go check a bunch of boxes and do a bunch of things so they can feel worthy. That's not a nice feeling to wake up to. That's a negative emotional state that you did not choose to experience. Boom. Now we know that's not you. That's not reality. That is a conditioned emotional response. So think about it this way. You got uh, like the, the James Bond bartender shaking up the martini glass, right? That's just your body mixing up that perfect combination of hormones and neurochemistry to help you feel a familiar feeling. So you wake up and you get hit by this feeling. Oh, okay, I'm stressed uh, and I'm feeling a little bit behind the eight ball. Okay, because that's the feeling your body is latching onto, your brain is like, oh, body, you're my best friend. If that's how you're feeling, I'm going to create thoughts and stories that align with that feeling because that's what we do. We match up. So, so many people, they wake up and they get hit by this feeling that they didn't choose to experience, aka unconscious conditioning. And then their brain is like, okay, if we're feeling stressed, if we're feeling overwhelmed, okay, I'm going to create some stories that match. So I'm going to create some things to worry about. I'm going to create some perceived inadequacies to focus on. I'm going to create some what if scenarios that could go wrong to keep our brain and body on the same page. Mm-hmm. So just like anything you practice, you, you've just gotten very good at it. And things that we've practiced and we've gotten very good at, like driving a car, we can do without thinking. So, mm-hmm. so many of us without thinking, we wake up, our body bartender hits us with the neurochemical state of choice, which for most people is um, negative, unfortunately. And then our brain gets to work creating stories, thoughts, and worries that match that state. So I hope you see, like, if this is the phantom that haunts you every morning, your life can very quickly change by asking why, right? Why? Why am I stressed right now? Let me actually take inventory of my life. So for instance, Nick. Nick's a happy, healthy guy. He's got a great business. Uh, He's got a great career. His wife thinks he's got a great head of hairs. He's got this healthy daughter sleeping in the crib a couple doors down within his own house. You know what I mean? Uh, she doesn't have her own place yet. No, uh, she's right? 19 months old. No. Yeah. So if we were taking inventory, actually reality would suggest that Nick should feel okay or even better than okay right now, right? Like that's what's real. So, so many of us, we have this um, life dysmorphia, just like the person with the body dysmorphia. Hey, you're very, very thin. In their head, they don't care. They're not thin enough, right? So many of us have this life dysmorphia. Hey, things are good. Yeah, you have goals and there's always more to get and that's cool. But right now, like, you're good. So why don't you select a feeling that matches what's real? Wouldn't that be nice? It would I think be that'd nice. be nice, right? Yeah. So, so many of us are on this roller coaster, like, okay, we're at, this, we're at this learned negative emotional state and then something in our circumstances goes well and we, whoop, we ride to the top. We're like, yeah, something good happened. I hitched my wagon to external circumstances. Something good's happened. Oh no, the good thing went away. And then they're back to negative. <laughs> right? Like when in reality, and Nick and I, and we're not perfect at this by any means, but Nick and I no. have gotten to this point where like, we're just between like, we've put some bumpers on the bowling lane and like, we just kind of vary between really good. Okay. Kind of good. Okay. Really good. Okay. Kind of good. Okay. And when things in our circumstances are going well, cool but we're not going to fly off the rails right like some dude on a bender and when things don't go according to the script we have in our head 
we don't bury ourselves in this negative emotion and let it take on its own narrative and then expose our mind and our body to these hormones and neurochemistry that literally tear us up from the inside out. Because <sighs> we live in reality. But if we never ask why on these unconscious conditioned patterns, we live within this life dysmorphia. And like I said, at the end of this life, you're not going to look back and be like, man, I was really in this life dysmorphia thing. It was awesome. Like, no, <laughs> you're going to be really upset that you spent your life not in reality. Does this make sense, Nicholas? I haven't been listening at all. Um, Good. Because it <laughs> didn't make sense to me. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> no, it makes complete sense, Julian. That's... <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, we, without the question of why we just run on autopilot, we wake up and we feel that thing that just awakens within us. And we assume, because we talk to everybody else around us, like, oh, did you wake up stressed today? Okay, cool. So I woke up stressed today. It seems like this is the thing. Yeah. And we just continue to do that and think that this is the normal, the normal, the norm. But if you were to ask yourself that question, why? Like, why do I feel stressed? Huh. I wonder why that is. Or like, what specifically am I stressed about? If you can pinpoint that thing and then ask the question, well, why is that stressful? Oh, be, because that's a story that you made up in your head. Because that thing that you are stressed about is something that isn't currently happening. And especially when you wake up in the morning, what's currently happening while you're in the bed? Oh, you're laying. Th that's not stressful. <laughs> what you're feeling is your projection of what might happen throughout the day or the next week or the next month. Like these unquestioned like feelings of stress that awaken within us if we don't do battle with them and by doing battle is having the conscious thought of like why is this here oh it doesn't have to be i can choose something different and just having the awareness to let that be there to, to have that that and this is why it's really cool that it's just a, a three-letter question yeah why oh it, it creates space of awareness of like, oh, okay, so life isn't as bad as I had perceived it to be, or maybe I shouldn't be as stressed as I am. And again, have compassion for yourself if you are stressed out, if you are overwhelmed, don't, like, don't think that you're an idiot or anything, but know that there's a different way. Like you don't have to wake up in this, this um, state every day and assume that this is what it is because all of your friends at work say like, oh yeah, it's Monday. I hate Monday. Like F that, man. Garfield, get your shit out of here, Garfield. <laughs> Eat some lasagna. You don't need to fall into the, all the same patterns as everybody else or, or all the same patterns that yeah. you have been using for the last 30, 40, 50 years of your life. Like It can be different, and it only gets to be different when you ask these questions. Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. Creating that space of awareness. Like I was um, talking to a client recently this, this past week, and um, he kind of brushed off the fact that he had awareness around what he, the story he was telling. He was just like kind of powering through what he was trying to deliver to me in terms of what had happened in the week. In the week. And I was like, I'm just going to stop you right there. Like your awareness of like, oh, I, I felt it crept creeping up the story that I was, I was creating in my mind and I kind of stopped it. And, you know, it felt good to, to kind of put the kibosh on the whole thing. And I was like, dude, like this is the, the, it's, it's the foundation of everything. If you can catch yourself, if you can find that space, where I know this isn't what I want. I know this isn't the, the story that is empowering me. I know that this, this way of being, this way of feeling as I wake up in the morning or as I go to, go to work or as I get caught in traffic, like I know having the awareness of like, this isn't what I want. That space is where the change happens. And this little question, this little package, three letter, like, hey, why, why is that happening? 
that is the gift of the awareness. And from the awareness, you can start to build on top of that and like go and make the change. Yeah. It's like the bridge between where you are and where you want to go is awareness. And if you're not asking the question of why you are turning a blind eye to that awareness and saying, it's not that important. Like this isn't a big deal. Your awareness is the first step and asking a simple question of why is kind of how you get there. Yeah. Yeah. And for everyone out there, because we love, like we go to the gym, we feel a burn and we're tired and we're like, oh, that something happened, something changed. Uh, True. But also for everyone out there being like, wait, just by doing this, like I can transform. That's the foundation of transformation. And from a place of neurophysiology, yes. So neurons that fire together, wire together. Mm. We can, right? So literally there's certain thoughts in your head that, so when we think about success, how am I going to be successful today? For a lot of people, that neuron, that story, that neural pathway also fires with the neural pathway associated with stress and fear, right? And so these neurons that wired together, that's what triggers us because we're not actively selecting it. We're, we're activating a story within us. So when you ask why and you go, oh, wait a minute, that's just simply not true you actually dissociate those neural pathways. So we talk about neuroplasticity all the time. Look it up, people. But it's your brain's ability to change and evolve and rewire. So many of us are like, this is just the way I am. And this is the way my parents were. And this is the way my friends are. This is, this is me. You is optional. Like, you don't have to be who you were yesterday. And so by, mm-hmm. by asking why in a calm state, I recommend a couple belly breaths. Put your hand on your, on your navel and push your stomach out when you breathe that literally changes your physiology and allows you to access certain parts of uh your parasympathetic nervous system which is the good nervous system not the crazy one um you literally change your brain and because your life is really just your brain manifested right your thoughts and your beliefs become your feelings and your actions and your feelings and your actions become your circumstances by asking why in a calm state and then getting to the truth and showing yourself compassion, not beating yourself up and being like, I can't believe I believe this dumb stuff. No, it's, it's what the human brain does. You're awesome. You're right where you need to be. Yeah. Like if we were to take a before picture and after picture of you starting to utilize this method and this train of thought, your brain would change. Your thought processes would change. Your neurochemistry would change. Your life will change. I wanted Nick to say it, but he was drinking coffee. Um, I was because my coffee machine worked this morning. I'm still picking grinds out of my teeth right now. Um, but, but anyway, so for all of you at home being like, it's just three letters. Are you sure that's you guys, you guys sleep deprived? Maybe, but Maybe. yeah, like this will change you at a neurological level. And what changes you at that level changes everything that is outside of you because yeah. everything is just an extension of you. So your relationships, your professional success, your, um, your habits and your physical health, those don't come out of nowhere. Those are an extension of who you're being. Mm-hmm. And who you're being is heavily influenced by what's going on between your ears. So this asking why is that low-hanging fruit that will, not maybe, but will change your life. Mm. Some big, mm. big things. Some, some big things. Now, before, before you, listener, you said Anna's an actual listener, right? Anna's um, an actual listener. Anna and uh, Mac. What up, man? 
Uh, also an actual listener. He just caught up on the library. So oh, Mac daddy. Oh, Mac daddy. Oh, Mac daddy. Oh. So whoever you may be out there, there, there might be a part of your old story that is listening to us say this and, and is saying, well, this is far too simple or like this, this is bullshit or there's some a negative, a negative emotional state that you did not select. Ooh. What does that mean? Listener? It's mm. just conditioned BS. Anyway, yes. go back, back to Nick. I can't believe so, I cut him off. Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> cut, cutters off anonymous. He's going to a meeting later. <laughs> and, uh, so you, you might be listening to us and be like, well, either one, your, your mind is having this resistance of like, this is just nonsense. Or like, you might also have the resistance of like, this is too simple. Like there has to be more to this. Entertain the entire theme of the, the episode. Like, why do you think that? And be open enough to listen for an answer. Um, because if you think that this is, here's, here's an argument. If, <laughs> let, let me piss you off real quick. Um, what, what is, what is the, the cost of you actually asking why you think that in this moment? And I mean, grand scale, what is the cost of you just taking a moment, taking those belly breaths and asking why? Like, what are you going to lose? There's really no negative side of asking the question why. There might be a side that like, oh, your ego doesn't want to address whatever it's been kind of tying you up in over the, the last decades of or so. Secondary gain, they call it. Secondary gain is the, the thing your ego gets. Mm. Uh, so if you never ask why, you actually get to hold on your old stories, which even though they don't serve you, they're comfy. They are comfy. They are familiar. We love yeah. them. They're yeah. warm and they're cozy. Um, yeah. So yeah, if that, that is the cost of asking the question why. Is there actual cost in the real world out in front of you? Like, are you going to um, lose all your money if you ask this simple question? No. Are you going to gain 50 pounds if you ask the question why? No. Are you going to lose your relationship with the person you love most? No. It's just you're going to have to address maybe what you've been holding on to or what you haven't been thinking about over the last several years. Like literally back to the beginning of the episode when my niece asked me why I like the color orange. I, I didn't, I, my first response was that I just do. And if that's your answer to the question, why I promise you there's more there that you need to uncover. The rabbit hole goes deep. The rabbit hole goes deep because if your response to why do you feel that way about marriage is I just do, or why do you feel that way about money? I just do. Or why do you feel that way about getting into the gym and, and feeling good about your body? Like I just, I just do. Those types of responses, that very surface level reaction and not conscious thought, like that is where your work is. Because if you can dig a little bit deeper and find what your heart's answer is as to why you feel that way about marriage, oh, because I, I saw my parents go through a really ugly divorce and that's why I feel that way. Okay, cool. Does that mean it has to be your story? No. Or why do you feel that way about money? Well, um, I saw my uncle steal all of my parents' money when I was a kid. Um, and I, I'm just been burnt about it. Okay, cool. Does that have to be your story? No. Like you have to just have the courage to let your ego take a nap and see what's underneath that. I, it just is the way that it is. And you can find the awareness to make some change mm -hmm. because it, it opens up this window yes, inside yes. of you that it's like, okay, so maybe what I've believed to be true for the last 20 years, isn't that? And I can have compassion for myself for believing that for the last couple decades, but now I get to make a new choice. Yeah. 
but it doesn't happen unless you start asking why. And yeah. that's the whole point here. And the beautiful thing is by doing this, you get to who you were actually meant to be. Mm. You get to think about it this way. Our whole life we're, we're, we're seeing things that we register as negative, And then so we build this subconscious armor to protect ourselves from it. And by the time we're adults, we just have all this clunky, heavy, unneeded armor that we can't even fit through the door. Can't even get on, can't get through TSA. Can't go on cool vacation with all this armor. Hope you all could see me right now. <laughs> it's this, a, is, this is my impression of a night in the medieval times. Right. Um, it's very stiff. Yeah, very stiff. Not fun. Not fun at all. Take off the armor and that's who you were meant to be. And life is so much better when you're that person because you don't have to try hard to be yourself. You don't have to try hard to do what comes naturally to the real you. You don't have to do all this mental gymnastics, fighting yourself and rationalizing and beating yourself up for, it's just so much better. It's so much easier. So it's going to be scary at first to your ego to be like, well, wait, that's been my story for so long. I get it, but it's not, it wasn't actually your story. It was someone else's that you picked up along the way. So as you as you start to strip yourself of these things, you're left with you. And that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I think we will wrap up on that note. And I think the takeaway, because like, we always want to leave you with one chunky piece of mm -hmm. hog meat to stick your choppers into. Uh, it's very meat-heady of you. It is an adjective. Thanks, Webster. <laughs> Thanks, Webster, Miriam, whoever. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's when you find yourself experiencing a negative emotional state that you did not actively select, why? Why am I feeling this way? Why? Why? And just like, like, like pester yourself. Why? Like, and just answer the truth. Don't worry about what society thinks you should say. Don't worry about what your family thinks you should say. Like, it's right. like, ask why until you're answering directly from your heart. Mm -hmm. And you'll find the truth. And the truth will never lead you astray. I promise mm. you that. I promise you that. I've so, heard that it will set you free. That's what I've heard. That's, I, read that's... That on a, I read that on a t-shirt once. Mm. Said, Welcome to Florida. The truth sets you free. Is uh, that what they sound like in Florida? Some of them do, I'm sure. Some of them do. Interesting. So that was your takeaway was that was to ask the question why. <laughs> so the takeaway for the listener is ask why. Ask, ask why. Okay. Ask why. If you're feeling in a negative state, don't just just don't don't accept that that's just part of your life or that's part of being a grown-up. Like, will we experience negative things? Will things always go our way? Like, no, but just ask why. Get to the truth. And then the truth is, is better. The truth is better than the distorted story from the past. Um, sure. I think that's the takeaway. Nick, do you have anything to add to it or a different takeaway? Or? Uh, I got a, a different-ish takeaway. So what Julian is, is suggesting, I think it's also... Um, I am telling you. I am telling, telling you to do this. Encouraging strongly. Mm that you need to have some kind of awareness up front to, to know when you're in that emotional state and like click into like, oh, Julian and Nick said that I should ask why here. And that's great if like you can catch yourself there. Something that I'll suggest is to kind of consciously push yourself into this conversation with, with why and, and kind of digging into it is we, we've mentioned it a couple of times here, but obviously we're, we're talking about the major areas of your life that, that seem to be you know, the, the pillars of your existence, the, the money game, the relationship game, the health and fitness, all of that. I would go through those ge general and generic areas of life and just ask yourself or, or just kind of mention to yourself, money to me is, or health and fitness to me is. And like the one that gives you the most bodily, uh, 
the, 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 the ookie bookie, the one that yeah. makes you feel <laughs> some kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> be, <laughs> begin there. Ask yeah. yourself, why do I feel that way? And yeah. dig into that conversation with yourself. Because if you can't catch yourself in the emotional state and have the awareness to click into this question, yeah. consciously shove yourself into it. Because if you know this is work that you, that you should be doing, need to do for yourself to kind of open yourself up and, and feel that awareness of like what's been going on, um, ask yourself why in all questions or all areas of life and the one that gives you the ookie bookie, that's where you begin. Don't yep. try to do it all at once. Start with the one that gives you the most ookie boogie. Now we've said it three times. I feel like it was, is that Beetlejuice, 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 Beetlejuice. Yeah, he's going to appear in the mirror uh, in the bathroom. I see. Ookie boogie, um, ookie boogie. Yeah. Well, um, that's, that's, yeah. So Nick is saying you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait until you're overcome with negative emotion. You can actually take inventory right now. Yes. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. All right. Well, guys, wow. What a great episode. Wow. Just a I can fantastic feel it. one. I can feel the viewers at home and abroad saying, Nick, listen, me dish. You done good, boy. Um, so, guys. Thank you, Julian H. Rosen. Guys, if this, if this hit home with you, please uh, let us know what your big takeaway is. Find us on social media. Nick is Nick underscore moving past mediocre. Yes, Julian is Julian underscore fearless life. That's Instagram. Throw us on your story. Ask us questions. Open a dialogue with us. We are here to help and elaborate uh, and really help direct you to utilize these principles in your life. If some reason the ookie bookie is a little strong and you're having a lot of negative reactions to it, cool. We can help guide you through it uh, because we like you. Uh, we would love yes. a review as well. I clocked it in. It takes about eh, 39 to 47 seconds so if you have about 39 to 47 seconds today and you found this valuable subscribe and leave us a review oh found a little hack if you want to help us reach more listeners you can actually unsubscribe and resubscribe the guys at a uh, bleacher report were talking about this or or yeah i think it was bleacher report um or maybe it was barstool sports or whatever but yeah if you actually unsubscribe and resubscribe it helps our algorithm boost or whatever that means so help us beat the robots help us beat the robots and do that so thank you guys so much we love you and nick any closing words uh no just uh, everything that julian just said i echo and uh yeah if you leave a really cool review that's thoughtful talks oh, about yeah. how good looking oh, yeah. we are how funny we are but also how wise and just <laughs> fantastic we are i promise you i will try to stutter through it less than i did today for cur dog and uh, yeah we'll give you all the goods we'll, we'll give you all the recognition and love that all of this this world has to offer i think that's all i have to say is yeah do all of the things make sure that you're telling all your friends because the new school of success deserves to have its its uh moment in the spotlight because who's ha who's having this much fun on a personal yeah. development podcast? enrollment is open enrollment yes. is open yes all right, friends. All right. Ring we, the bell. We're out of here. Ring the gosh darn bell. <laughs>